0: hello and welcome to the U up podcast i'm jordana abraham
1: and i am jared freed it is such a pleasure to be back here with you jordana how are you tell me about your life my life is
0: good things are great
1: Um, how's that uh, post engagement glow do you feel it
0: I, f- I feel it. Like it's starting to, you know, like, like all things in life, it, it's very exciting. And then life goes back to normal. Things go on. Um, the, the thing that they don't really tell you about getting engaged is all the stressful shit that comes after in terms of, like, now you got to, like, plan a whole
1: event. So, um, I mean, the planning starts immediately. That's what I don't understand. Like, to me, I would think you get, like, the engagement. And then it's like, okay, we'll take a week whatever you know like this is yeah i would
0: love to i like i want to do that and i don't want to do that it's a very weird feeling because part of you is like oh let's like enjoy this moment and part of you is like well gotta nail down like the date and the time and like the um the thing and then like i gotta time this wedding so that i i do it early enough that i can still have children and i'm not too old like you got like your mind spirals like it's i it's i hate it i'm i'm telling like the audience here like i don't I think it's a terrible quality in me and other people who have it, but like I cannot stop thinking about like three years down the line, which is I think probably what makes men so irritated, which I get. I like, mean I can we're gonna this,
1: being this is the we are right into the opening topic of today's right. podcast because I can feel what myself say- being annoying already. <laughs> what what you're saying is shivers are going down my spine. Like you're you it's like, you know, when they teach you how to drive and they tell you Look, uh, two cars in front of you, or whatever they say. They they say yeah. don't look directly in front of you. I think every guy drives looking like beneath the directly. car, and and women are looking at like seven miles down the road, and it's right. got to be the the answer is somewhere in the middle, right? Yeah, no, I I agree. I think there's like a, a healthy
0: dose of both is good, but like I think that's almost the biggest tension of like dating or like the pro like any. I feel like after you have have kids that must be like the weirdest time to be with a person. Cause there's nothing like once you're done having well, kids, it's kind of like now it's just like our life.
1: Well, I did like, read, I, I did. <laughs> That's a very, what you just said is like actually very like profound because <laughs> it is very applicable to our generation and below. Like, you know, the, so, um, I did read somewhere that like – and I don't mean to bring up bad things for anyone listening, but that postpartum depression is like higher than it was years ago. I read this like – you know, you, you find these articles and there's a part of me that understands that considering like the glow – like you put up the engagement picture. You have two days of you are a celebrity in your own circle. Right. And then all of a sudden, three days later, we're on to the next engagement. Who's the next bride? Or And then also – you're on to plan the fucking wedding. Three years, you better have a baby going. Like, right. it, it, it is like, I, and so when you have a baby, like, like there's nothing but events and nothing but events that get likes. And then you get that first baby and then it's like, okay, the likes are gone. The right. dopamine drip is over. What do you over. get the
0: first birthday? No one cares about that.
1: And mm-hmm. and every birthday after, they care less and less.
0: Well, here's the thing. Every birthday after, it, the weird thing about becoming an adult I think is like after the wedding and the, and you have the first kids, then it's like not about you
1: anymore. No. It, yeah. You're like, you're your not the star is, of the show, right? You, the star of the show
0: is the kid who's going to be going through that. It's like a vicious cycle. Then they, you know, you know, they're going to get older and have their first word. And like, nothing is, there's no, there's no more milestones for you anymore. Really?
1: Well, well, it's kind of like why I love doing this podcast and hearing from people is like, You know, I think that sometimes, and I'm like, man, I am fucked up. And then I hear you say it, and I'm like, okay, at least two of us. If both of us are thinking this a little bit, then it's got to be a thought that's going on everywhere. Like, I I I see it with like, I mean, this is gonna sound this isn't a baby, but I see it with like good Instagram posts. That if I have a post that does really well, and then I'm like, okay, I got to do the next one, and then that one doesn't give me the drip that the other one gave me i'm like man i've really fucked up right it's like we're chasing this high of like this thing of like
0: and then it's kind of i mean it's not to get almost like more meta than this already meta conversation but then it's like is this all life is just like just a series of, <laughs> like a series of like of like milestone instagram posts that you get attention for and then it wanes down and then it's life and then it goes up and then like it just kind of like, I mean, not to get depressing, but
1: like, I mean, there's a
0: sense of like, what
1: what's it all for? What's the point? Well, well there is, you know what it's all for? For people to share this podcast. This is a perfect moment to let people know how much we need you to share this. This is our happiness is truly connected to the success of this podcast. And um, not to backtrack a little because I want to talk more about this, but the Sunday special episodes... The response has been pretty amazing. I, I don't know if a podcast should be 30 minutes and below, and that's why it's doing so well. Or if we're just hitting, I, I think it's nice that we're like, we're, we're finding mm-hmm. subjects topic. that, th- yeah. what's that?
0: I think it's people like also that there's like one topic
1: and we're like getting into it. Yeah. Right away. There's none of this banter of us getting depressed about Instagram posts not doing well. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I So, but you know, listen, some podcasts are for some people, some are for others. All we ask, share, share, share. Tell a friend, make it your Instagram story. We're on Spotify, so if you have a friend that's like, I'm not, I know what happens. You tell a friend, hey, I got this great podcast, and they go, I'm not a podcast person, and then they take out a torch and they try to ward <laughs> you away. Listen, let them know. We're on Spotify. It's a very easy transition from the music you listen to to us to talking about dating and relationships. Um, I I do, but I I, I have to say, like, I do think about this stuff a lot where it's like, what, you know, it's these big events of dating and relationships and the first couple's picture. Like, this relates to everybody. This isn't just an engagement. This is the when do we get the first couple's picture the first in the first instagram story with your with your significant other
0: right the first elbow in the in the corner of the instagram story <laughs> for you that was probably yeah. a big milestone
1: huge milestone <laughs> and and i I think you get that response you feel it um it feels i think good. this it feels good this podcast is about uncomfortable conversations had comfortably so I think the kind of the one. Uh, most uncomfortable thing to kind of admit is that it does go through you. You can't avoid the feeling badly when you see an ex with a new significant other. It's just the minute you see it, it goes through your eyes, into your body, out your anus, and you're like, oh my God, I just shit out diarrhea. Right, and, and, and it's and and to admit that you know, and you have your friends go. Just look away. Don't you know? Just don't get mad. Oh, okay. I feel better now. Like, what the fuck?
0: Right. Yeah, I don't think know. it's I, all. I mean, it's all such a big part of like modern dating that I just I wonder what that used to be for people who didn't have that. Just like well, seeing someone on the street, or like what did like what was the version that our parents had of that? Of like,
1: I think we taste everything more. Yeah. You know, I think like, I think like it's like, like in uh, your face
0: here before you would yeah, just have
1: to like. Sure. Like the highs are high and the lows are low. I think I think our families and our parents might have lived a more like medium lifestyle of like the, the high you know, like on the the EKG chart. It kind of went up and down, up and down. Right. I have spikes in it. Like, you know, you get you more information. Yeah, more information. And you don't know when it's going to come. All of a sudden, you're scrolling Instagram, and then someone you've touched genitals with just comes on the screen. Like, you can't no avoid that. No one ever that. had to
0: deal with that before,
1: right? No. You'd deal with it at the yogurt shop, and you'd see them with their new right. family, and yeah, they were fat and old.
0: And then you'd feel shitty for like a day, and then you would never see them again, and it
1: would, you know. And, yeah, you'd change your own baby, and everything would be back to normal. So, do you have anything going on? Before we get li- going to the email, is there anything going on? Well, on this note of bridal
0: um, wedding life moments that are <laughs> inevitably pointless in the grand <laughs> scheme of the universe, um, I will be hosting the Betches Brides podcast. So if you guys are interested wow. in any of the logistical stuff that I'm, that I'm going through, the logistical nightmares of planning a wedding in, in the midst of uh, COVID-19, so uh, head on over to Betches Brides starting this s- September.
1: So there's there's a Betch's Brides podcast. I I haven't listened, I'm not, but I would say I'm sure that audience is easygoing and they <laughs> are very uh level-headed Relaxed. about the whole process and not judgy at all. So and I'm excited for you and your new venture. What is, how does the Betch's Brides podcast go? What what what's kind of like the the structure of it if you don't mind me well, asking? I'm, because for people here they are already podcast listeners, they're probably looking for more what what would what would they well, get? Well, a at?
0: lot of it a lot of it is um, like actually like, I mean, this, this podcast is like, is not, is more like psychology, I would say, or like, you know, dating trends and things like that. The, the bride's podcast is, some of it is like, we're wedding planning. So like, literally like, how do I go about picking a florist or like, um, you know, finding a wedding band or planning something in in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. And then, but the other part of it that I think is also really interesting is just the psychology of going through all these these things and like becoming getting ready to actually get married, which is like one of the biggest things that you're ever going to do in your life. And I look forward to like sort of exploring like the psychology of that. And also just like the history behind a lot of these traditions that we have in weddings. That was something that even when looking at a ring, I was kind of like, where did this thing come from? Like what kind of crazy marketing scheme is this that like everyone has to buy a, like what a great diamond, whoever does the marketing for diamonds, diamonds are forever. Like manages to get, make everyone think like you have to buy this expensive diamond in order to move on with your life, which is like they did a great job. Where does this come from? I'm the looking DeBeers forward to The
1: Company exploring. is uh, magical geniuses. I, it, it, to, to add on to that, Adam Ruins Everything is a show that was on True TV, and I think they're all on Hulu now or Netflix. I'm not sure which, but they do an episode on why you give a diamond ring. Adam Conover, who's a funny oh, comedian. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, but it's called Adam ruins everything, and it's interesting because Adam ruins everything kind of has this reputation for like uh, it's called Adam ruins everything, but the that they're kind of like taking away like all the fun of it, right? <laughs> you know? Like and and they do that it's like with you're the, seeing how the meat is made. Exactly. I I, <laughs> I love a hot dog. I don't want to know what's in the hot dog. So I I I think um, I, I would encourage you, go listen to the podcast. But also that's a great episode where he talks about the the diamond ring and how oh, kind of how it came to be yeah
0: I'm gonna check that out before I you know take a lot of that content and repurpose it for <laughs> Betches Brides
1: well <laughs> I think I think also what podcasts do is you it gets you an opportunity to listen into two people speak honestly and right. there's a lot of dishonesty when it comes to weddings I mean it, it, and there's a lot of dishonesty that comes to dating and relationships but I would say the bride game. It's under this, and I'm kind of like, just from having, living with my girlfriend, you kind of see that the layers to female relationships seemingly have, it's like a seven-layer dip as opposed to just having some salsa. Like, my relationship...
0: like un- There's a lot of unspoken competitiveness among female friends as it pertains to life milestones that only get, I think, more intense as you get older, because... Things. I mean, everyone starts off on the same like playing field essentially, and then I think that like when it comes to life moments, things get a little like not overtly competitive, but just like almost like subconsciously or like overtly competitive, and like it it is a big part of female friendships as you get older.
1: Well, I, I I I've said it on this podcast, and it's not fair, but it seems to be the reality to me that the person in the with the ring is the winner, and the person who singles the loser, and you know. When I'm sitting with a bunch of dudes, that's not the case at all. I've never sat with like my married buddy and been like, man, we're all looking up to him. Like there's things in his but life. there's other that, things
0: that th- that you guys total. probably like have that we don't really have the pressure of either. So I assume like when you're at a group a group of guys, the guy who's like, you know, making a shit ton of money and like owns his own company or is like, you know, killing it out there is like sitting next to the unemployed guy and like one of them feels like the loser and one of them feels like the winner.
1: Yeah. I Imagine. mean, I, uh, <laughs> or we're all talking about the unemployed guy cause he couldn't afford to go out to brunch with us. You <laughs> know? Like, so yeah,
0: there's not, I'm saying there's none of that really in the, that's kind of, I guess a, a nice thing in some ways in like the female community, there's no real sense of like this person is like w- more worthy because they like have a better job. I don't really, it's, I don't really yeah. find that there's like a sense of that, at least not, not that I see.
1: Yeah, I guess I wouldn't think that they were more worthy, but I'd be like, I I, I know what you mean. Like, it's just like that is thought of. What does that guy do? I I mean, and that's fair and unfair too. Like, it's unfair to women that no one says like, "Hey, what do you do for work?" They're like, "Where's the baby? Let me see it." You know, like I I that's not that's not (laughs) fair either. Let me see the ring. Let me see. (laughs) Yeah, you know, so I, I that's very exciting. I'm excited for you. I think that'll be a great podcast. I think anyone who listens to this would love that show.
0: Yeah, check it out, um, and there, if you like, are curious, I'm not going to talk about any of that logistical stuff on this podcast, because I just don't think that's what it's about, um, but if you are interested in any of the stuff that, that I'm planning, or like my thoughts around that, like listen to Brides, you'll get all of it there, and hopefully you find it interesting, and I'm always open to feedback, so DM me if you have any thoughts on things that you would love to see more on there, or things you would like to see less of, um, very open to constructive criticism.
1: Love it. Before we move on, let me mention one thing. I'm coming to Long Island for shows. I'm going to Long Island, Philly, um, Long Island and Philadelphia. So if you're out there and you want to come to a fun, uh, I think they're both outside. So socially distanced, outdoor shows, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Also, I have a YouTube page that I'm trying my best. I'm, I'm, I'm pouring all of my money into the YouTube and it's, it's doing very badly. So I want, <laughs> I want, if you're here and you're like, and you're not a YouTube person, you know, sign up for an account and then follow me and like subscribe to my page. I'm putting out videos Monday through Friday on YouTube. And those so, are free? free? Free, 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 free. And I can't get anyone to watch. Yeah. So Check it Monday out. through Friday, I'm putting stand up on there. I'm putting, you know, coronavirus uh, stand up clips. Of course, I'm not making fun of people dying, but I'm t- making fun of the, the reality of the atmosphere the corona of culture, we, the Corona culture. Yeah, exactly. Like anything I w- that we do, you know, so, right. uh, YouTube.com slash Jared freed, YouTube.com slash Jared Fried, also long Island and Philly, Jared But go ahead, please love Long Island.
0: Around. That's my hometown. Where are you That's going? Right.
1: Long Island? It's, uh, the brokerage. It's With a comedy club. It's uh, I don't know in a in it's a town that has all the same has, to you, isn't it? Yeah, in a, in a town that has a lot of Italian delis. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
0: Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second. at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop-down menu that
1: follows. I think today's topic is important for anyone in any stage of relationship but i want you to explain what you're uh, get into so it for us
0: honestly, i honestly first of all i want to say thank you to all the listeners i've never felt like anyone in my life was as happy for me as like some of the messages and comments and like dms that i got after this engagement it felt almost it felt really good and in some ways almost insulting to the fact that like some people i like, just didn't believe it would happen <laughs>
1: Um, it's kind of like when you lose weight and someone's like, oh, my God, you. Look, you right? oh, it, it's like, OK, say the nice thing and move on. No, we never thought we thought you right. were going to die. I've oh been my waiting God. so yeah. many year,
0: years. for <laughs> No, but I don't know. It was really it, it did feel really good that so many people like I feel like honored to be like um, that people are so invested in like in my relationship and are so happy for me. And I felt really nice to get a lot of those messages and to have wow. people
1: were supportive. I, let me add on to that. I forgot. This is the first time we've taped since that aired. Yeah, so I haven't so, had a chance to thank everyone. I, I, I have to say, I felt personally invested. I felt like a sibling. I felt like a family member got married, and I did have that moment where I was like, and I posted it, and I was like, oh, I, I feel a little weird, like making this my Instagram story because no, I, like, I, I, I was like, I was, I felt so honored. I was very uh very happy for you and Mike. I think it's like i and I think also like if I could speak for the listeners a little bit, I think because I'm kind of with them, where I'm like you know watching the progression. we've been here for the whole relationship we've, right. we've heard you honestly speak it's not we're not seeing your life in a series of instagram captions we're here- if you're a fan of this show, we're hearing your life in honest um sometimes not very you know like uh you know PR ready moments and a lot of these people that are getting married engaged it feels very PR it feels like the line goes straight up and up and up and it's not like that and right. i think that like I, I think people easy. have yeah and i think people appreciate your honesty and your candor and and i i think um also like the you specifically you want this to be the right thing it doesn't feel like there was you know, Mike, and you feel very um, honestly a, a, a thought out relationship instead of just like, well, he's a guy that would. It, it doesn't feel like, right. that. and I think sometimes when it, you see it on Instagram or you see it on social media, or you have a friend that's just like you're the first to get married and first to the finish line, you're like, well, you you sprinted the whole race. You didn't even enjoy the the scenery, right. or it <laughs> seems like
0: unf- Sometimes when it's too fast, you're like, this seems unfair. Like, what is like, what is the you know the the life hack that you did to sure. get here <laughs> yeah. but no i i mean i'm glad i'm i was so i was very happy that you posted too it felt like because i feel like again i started i think when we started this podcast i was like three or four months into dating yeah like and i really did like you know work, hash out a lot of our like issues and things that we encountered and like bumps along the road with you and yeah. like got to hear almost his side through you articulated through someone who does this professionally
1: <laughs> um and it
0: was really helpful and i think that it, it has been a big part of it. i mean like I can't, you can't run a dating podcast next to the person you're dating and not, you know, have that be a part of your dating experience.
1: I mean, I absolutely, I, I, I mean, today's email is going to be uh fodder for discussion, but I, I, yeah. in my own relationship, but I, I, <laughs> I will say I I could understand how I'm sure a lot of the DMS were like, I, I feel like I'm invested. I totally right. get where they're coming from. Cause I felt that way too. and, we're all so happy for you, Jordan. I got to say. Thank you
0: so much. But um, it, the, the, I mean, that leads me to my next point, which is that it's funny because like after the episode came out, I got a lot of like, you know, thanks for sharing the story and having, but a lot, the thing people really wanted me to elaborate on more or ask for more information on was the part where they were like, well, let's, let's go back to the point where, to the part where, where you said that he wasn't sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's, let's get into that deeper. Cause like, I want to know sure. about that. And I think that is like, we're talking about like the realities of like engagement and dating. And like people, people want to know that reality because it's so rarely spoken about after the fact. Because after, you know, after the after something works out, like we kind of like to pretend like we always knew it was going to work out or we always
1: knew it was going to be Monday morning quarterback. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, Which is not the case. So I think that's what really people felt like resonated with them. So I'd like to like get a little bit more into that. And like I this this girl dm me. I asked her if we could share it on the on the podcast and sort of she said it was great. She wanted to hear your take on it too. Let's um, let's do but it. I, I've gotten a few like this so I thought it'd be a great thing to sort of get into. Let's do it. So she wrote Heydride and I love the U Up podcast and I actually have a question for you about the episode where you talked about your engagement I wanted to first thank you for being so honest about your process of getting engaged and talking to Mike about getting married. I love normalizing that it's not always this fairy tale. Recently, I've been having conversations with my boyfriend of two years about marriage down the road. He said, almost similar to Mike, just expressing his unsureness of getting married. I wanted to know how you handled that when Mike said that he was at first unsure. I love my boyfriend, but I I want to get married. Not right away, as we are 26 and 27, but... For sure, no. It's something I want, and I don't know if it's something you think some guys just get super nervous about, or if this is a deal breaker and I need to move on. His reasoning is is that it's just so expensive, and having that big step scares him mainly because he just uh, he just doesn't want to change his lifestyle as it is right now.
1: Um, yeah, this is uh, that is a great question. It's a great question. It, it, it may it's. I read this before, and I want to make sure that people who are listening, if you're single, if you're sitting there in a bunch of three-monthers and you're like, this doesn't relate to me, I would say it does. This relates to you completely. Every guy who has said, I'm not ready for a relationship, is saying that for the same reason that this guy – in the in the dm said i'm i you know he said he's similar he's unsure of getting married and it's the same reason mike said he was unsure at the time like it all right. kind of relates to me if you don't think it relates you're out of your fucking mind is what i'm saying well
0: i'd love to hear the the male sort of take on it coming from like i mean like i can tell you how we dealt with it and how
1: well tell me how you dealt with it because i i too was impressed but also like shocked at the honesty of like the way you said that Mike said that to you where he's like I'm not sure yet like that had to have been very difficult for him to say because he's living with you he loves you he Mm -hmm. he's he and and it's not about you I would assume
0: it's not about me but what there was a thing I mean it was sort of about, it was about me and it wasn't about me because there is a sense like I think the the hardest thing to hear which was the honest truth from him was that like yeah you he doesn't know if there's a better match out there for him than me like I don't honestly like I don't know that either I think as a woman like I'm sort of like trained to like not think about that as much or not care about it that as much or maybe it's just like a mm-hmm. more of a like you know Pairing like biological thing but that's not but i i mean after he said that there was something i thought about too it's kind of like but the way i dealt with that i mean i spoke to my therapist about that it's funny because i kind of wanted to talk about it on the podcast then but it didn't really seem i want i didn't i wanted to wait until i worked through that to really bring sure. it here um and i remember talking to my therapist and i was like yeah it's like kind of insulting he was like he doesn't know if there's a better match out there for him and what my therapist said was like yeah, like that would be an insulting thing to hear on the day he proposes. Like I think that would be like pretty bad thing to to say as he's pulling out the ring. He's um, on one
1: knee. He's right. like, "I just want to let you
0: know that I'm not really sure, but th-
1: yeah, this will do for now. We'll
0: see." Right. <laughs> like, um but what he said is like, "I think that that's like like Mike is a rational normal guy and like what he's yeah. saying is like an accurate thing. Like you could you could be with the guy who's like, I am obsessed with you and I know there will never be a better person out there for me than you and like um and you're the best thing that's ever happened and you're amazing and incredible and like all this sure. stuff, which which might be true, but it's not the whole story. And he's like he's like, I don't he's, he said, I don't really think that you would enjoy being with someone who looked at life so like enthusiastic without any sort of sense of like no cynicism at like the re- right looking at the reality or the realism of what's going of like what's what's true because what is true is that we don't we haven't met everyone in the world and that every there could be a better match for every single person out there who sure. is happy um and that's like yeah. that's just the truth of life that's like that's a, that's an accurate statement and so and i thought it was brave of him to actually say that to me in some ways because i think that's a real rational fear um and I've had that before. I mean, I'm sure we've all had like fights with someone or or, or arguments or, or disagreements about like big things or blowout fights where we're kind of like, could I find someone who's different or better for me in this way that I'm fighting with this person?
1: Also, there's the idea, and I've talked about this with like, you know, male friends. I've talked about this with friends who've gotten divorced and then remarried. They're like, you know, they have a baseline to compare it to, you know, like I, I, and I don't know why a lot of men think this way, but like, you know, Jess and I get in fights and I go, is this like a real fight or is this working? Is this us communicating? You know, like, am I, am I arguing with someone that I'll never get on the same page with about this subject? Or am, am I like, am I working on this with someone that I am, generally not you know maybe this is unworkable too fundamental of a of a a difference between us or is this something that could be small and and you don't have a baseline to compare it with like i I, you know for a guy that's been divorced they can go well in the last relationship we used to discuss things like this and this is how it went and it sucked and it was awful and and now it's like we get in arguments but it's it's so much more constructive i'm like yeah i don't have the other person like you know like i i dated a lot of people you know, for, and had, you know, good relationships, but I don't think I ever had what I have now to, to like compare it to as far as like, are we working towards better? Are we just, you know, and then working alongside each other and, and just screaming our points and then getting over it, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, it's, I also think, and to this email, the things he says, I relate to completely. Like the I, the idea of like expensive when he says it's expensive, he's not saying that a wedding's expensive. He's saying that every th- that the that this starts the spending phase of life. Yeah, you know, like 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 the idea that like it's you know, when very
0: you're, real to me in the past. <laughs> couple sure, of yeah. you,
1: right. So it's like yeah. it's not just the wedding. It's When's the ba- you know every question precedes the next one like when's the baby when when's the wedding okay when's the baby when's the second baby when are you moving to the house when are you gonna you know like I I the hits keep on coming and I and I I'll I'll never understand why women don't think of this as much or don't seem to be afraid of this as much but I I, I but part of it has to be that also men aren't presented with like you see a lot of men that are either like crushed by marriage or they're doing okay. <laughs> like you don't <laughs> see a lot of men flourishing. You right. know, like they don't go and lose a bunch of weight and start start looking good while they get married. All your married friends, they start to fucking lose it. And and it's in everything. You know, they... they, they you don't think I'm, they're happier at all? I'm not saying I don't think they're happier, but they're not exactly voicing that to you well they have more stress you're saying i'm 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 a little bit rambly here because there's so much that i like i get so many feet because like you have first of all as a single guy every older guy is is somehow telling you how great their single life was they're all like going on and on, "Oh man, you'll understand one day. They make the oh, no-blow jobs when you're married. Like that's even like a like a like a a, a surface level thing, but then it's like right. every married guy I've ever met turns in the, like and I do I've done this joke on stage before where they like turn into like the old man in the gas station before the mountain where everyone's going to get killed. They're like, "You don't want to go up there." Like <laughs> None of them are like, like, ah, it's the best. You're going to love it. You're going to be, and you're going to have these two kids. I text with friends all the time with kids. With, and I'm not, I, I, I hope I'm not pointing out anyone specifically. I, I, I'm thinking of them all kind of generally right now. But I'm, I'm saying like, we're, like, they're like, oh, and I'm hearing it now because of Corona where they're stuck in the house and they're like, ah, we're going to the beach, but I'm going with my two fucking kids and they won't shut the fuck up. And right. It's like Well, maybe and,
0: they're also saying that because like you don't want to hear like and little like little John did had like the cutest said the cutest thing at lunch today. Like you're not exactly the audience for like I, the positive that,
1: like but I do get the positive about the kids. I, I I do get I I am on the group chat where it's so-and-so was born today, and, and I get sent the picture. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do get the, the, the nice things. I don't talk about them because they're just not as funny. But I, right. I, 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 I don't know. It's, it, it, it's like there is an element of like for this guy where she's like, I, you know, you're – and also divorced men aren't the most fun people to look at. Divorced men mm-hmm. are like fucking ruined. And and you don't hear about like <laughs> you know, like like they've like lost all their money. They they've lost their mind seemingly. They're dressing like they're 15 when they're 80. Like I I, I I I the idea of being a divorced guy is a very scary idea to me. Right. And Jess just, just yelled, "You would be fucked." See, people just yell at, at <laughs> We're and, and take you, you are, for
0: everything that you've got.
1: You got nothing left. And it's like, listen, I I. <laughs> And I, I see this in my own small way where it's like I was living in Harlem in my apartment that I could afford. I felt like I had a handle on it. I'd done the math. Uh, you know, I had a mortgage. I'm like, I'm, a, a f- I'm I'm an adult who had everything in order. And then I get in a relationship and I'm very happy. And, and you know, Jess is like, hey, I, I think we should move in together downtown. And I'm like, okay. And it's like, now it's like, W- w- okay, well now, <laughs> for someone I love, um, this is the consideration I'm making, and I agree with her. I was like, I'm so happy. Like the apartment we have now is great, but there's costs that come with that. There's 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 it's 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 not like I was like going into like oh whoa, give me I'm a you know like it, it didn't be beca- right. it it wasn't all fun and games, and and I think like I think a lot of like you know the dating game it, from this podcast a lot of women are like horrified by the dating game they're horrified by the amount of men who come at them just to fuck or just to do this and it's like yeah for those guys like that doesn't take any real mental like work that doesn't take any responsibility that doesn't and and i know but that's sad no to some people there
0: either though like the guys who are doing that forever are like in the same place maybe to- a little richer. totally and but when like I was not. not what, their life when, is the same.
1: Well, and that's great. That's a lot more simple. And listen, I've never had the thoughts of like, like the other day, Jess said to me, she's like, Do you want to be an old dad? And I'm like, Why'd you got to put that in my fucking head? Like, I didn't, get, <laughs> I wasn't even oh, thinking that. Oh, that's a that good one. I'm going to use that on Yeah, Mark. it was a real good side door <laughs> karate move into what are you fucking doing?
0: Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP.
1: I just have never had those moments, like, I, I, and, and until recently, of like, man, thir- like what you said, where it's like three years ahead, where I'm like 35. Well, if we're not married by 37, now I'm 40 with a one year old. And it's like she's even yelling, that's seven. Like, I, right. I, like, that math never really occurred to me as far as like life was concerned. And so I think like, and, and, and this also both of these sides of the argument have to do with like biological clock. When you have one and the other guy doesn't, he can fucking sit around and go, uh, maybe I can start the clock later.
0: Right. It's harder for us to do in that way, even when it doesn't really even make any sense. Like for me, mm. I'm kind of like, okay, I'm 30 now. Um, if I don't, you know, if I, if the pandemic, if I don't get married until like for another, like two years, me 32. And then like, I'm just gonna have to ba- baby right after I have a wedding. And then like, I'll have, you know what I mean? Like, then just to make sure that if I want to space them, that I can have three before I'm 40 and like, whatever. It's like, all oh, this whole like thing, this whole like ringing in the back of your head almost. It's like a tick. But, n- but I don't, of- it doesn't even make any logical sense. It doesn't yeah. really make any sense because I am pretty young. Um,
1: yeah. But yeah. It, it's still
0: something that like you just kind of.
1: Feel in the back of your head. Well, d- when you say like, baby, don't you ever like? Isn't there a thought in your head of like, how much colleges? <laughs> like, like, do you ever have that thought? No, that's with like, baby,
0: eighteen plus years from now,
1: you gotta start saving I'll now figure, for that. So, like, <laughs> like, I'll figure, I'll figure it, it out. out. Love will yeah. conquer all. Like, I,
0: I, I we'll figure I, it out. I mean, people figure it out. People like people far worse off than the two of us have figured well, it out.
1: Well, here's 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 the the, the reality of that. Is let's say you're, you got a 14 year old kid and Mike says, Well, I can't, uh, we haven't really thought of college and I don't think I can afford that. The idea of you looking at him going, What are you, some fucking loser? You can't even afford your kids college. Like that doesn't happen the other way. That fight doesn't happen the other way. Like the idea of me being like, well, Jess couldn't fucking afford college. She wasn't saving at all. What a fucking loser. I'm ending it with her. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think the connection I guess, of I like. I feel like you providing... talked about that like a little earlier. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> again. Again, but the right. the connection of like being a provider and your worth. Right. Like, like I, guess, is, I guess there's is somewhat very male. It, 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 it's a, it, not to say it isn't female, not to say the, the world isn't going that way, but I'm saying if you're brought up that way i don't think this guy in this email to bring it back to this email i'm not him i'm just saying when you say it's just so expensive th- he's not talking about a wedding he he's saying right. life is expensive and if i can't afford it i am a loser
0: yeah i mean maybe he's not ready but like i'm saying like to give it to get down to i guess her practical advice question is like is this something that she should be concerned about or is this something that like you know Um, she should like is a normal thing and like to me i mean like for me it kind of like it was it felt concerning at the moment but i think that like the longer we were together especially almost like being together in covid and just being like it's just the two of us for so long and we got along really well i think it um I think it's also sort of coming to terms with the realization if it's about the like unsureness of like the relationship or about being ready. I think there's a realization of like, yeah, you're never going to be fully ready. You're never going to be like you're never there's going to there's never going to be a moment where you're like, okay, I have everything in a row so I can now take this step or like. I'm gonna be a hundred percent positive that there's no one else in the world that could possibly be a better match for me. Like a little bit of all of life is like a little bit of a crapshoot.
1: Well, well, I guess, I guess, you kind know? of. You, you said two things just now. Like it would concern me if the person was like, "I just don't know if there's another one out there," versus, mm-hmm. "I don't know if I'm ready for life to start for me." Right. You know, like I, I kind of think those are two different things. Like, yes, there's always another ship coming down the line like like to say like like the realization of of being in a relationship is yes you're gonna find other women attractive yes you're gonna you're gonna look across the aisle yes you're gonna look uh, at someone else and and but but your love for someone is so much that you're you know excited about them every time you see them walk through the door like they're they they're, they're, both can be true um, right. I I think for this to the reason I get on his reasoning is it's just so expensive. Like, you know, I would be a, f- you know, that could be an excuse, and I hate the word excuse when it's used in relationships. That could be an excuse to buy himself time for like, how do I get out of this thing? Or it could be the truth. <laughs> you know, like I, 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 and I, yeah, I don't know. I, like the the idea of like, am I wasting my time? Did you feel like? You were wasting your time when you got that answer, or did you feel like, well, could- I did feel I mean, I did feel like,
0: okay, like i I appreciate the honesty. And like, in some ways, I think when we were talking about marriage, it was he was almost like more romantic about it, like in that mm-hmm. way of like, you know, like do, would would I do I think it's possible that I could find like perfect person for me? or also like I think the different ways that we viewed marriage, like I think for me, And something that he helped me sort of think about marriage differently is that he was kind of like, yeah, like you, you have kids together, you like go through life together and then those kids move out. And like, I, we want to make sure we're with people that like, we can see ourselves with beyond the kids. And for me, it was kind of like, because my parents are been divorced so many times that for me, it was kind of like, yeah, let's, you know, we'll get married, we'll have kids and then like, we'll see what happens. (laughs) And like, (laughs) so it's funny like i guess the difference like we look at it that way he's like more romantic than me because he was thinking like 40 50 years down the line and i was thinking like you know we'll we'll get we'll do it because like yeah we're here and like we'll see what happens because like i I mean in my i mean in some ways like i'm more of the realist in that way because i was kind of like there's no way that we could like there's nothing that we could possibly do to ensure that we'll know we'll be together forever like we, like, we can't, there's no way to guarantee that. But, like, but I, I think I, what I, he made me do is think about I, it, like, aside from, like, those life moments or checking off those milestones, like you said, like, and think about, like, where we'll be even further down the road and, like, our compatibility, like, in that way, which I do think is, like, is there, um, yeah, and, like, I, I, you know? Go ahead. I'm sorry about that. Um, no, it's just, I think it's just funny, like, the way, the different ways that we were, like, envisioning our futures... Um, and sort of reflective of like our past and like the way that we grew up and the way that our parents were married. Totally.
1: And and also, you know, his parents are still together. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I see eye to eye with his view on things. Um, and it might be a parents divorce, parents not together thing, because I guess what you're saying is like, we got to get this we got to get this life going before the clock runs out.
0: Right, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, "No, we've got to like think about the whole picture."
1: Yeah, because I'm watching the yeah. picture, and like I, you know, I watch my parents all the time. They're still together, and I watch them, and I'm like, I can't believe this is still working. I can't <laughs> believe, you know, that they are, they do seem to truly enjoy each other's company, but also like they have arguments that I'm like, oh, that. Is that the end right there? You know, you don't... You know, like, I... and But I do see that, like, this version of their life is as much a goal as the family version of their life. Well, this is almost, in some ways, like, that's, like, the more real version. Like,
0: the tie it back to the very beginning of the episode. Like, once you have the kids and the kids are grown up, like, it's not about you anymore. And, like, your life isn't defined now by a series of, like, milestone events that you can sort of distract yourself with. It's kind of mm. like... Your parents, it's just the two of them, like, till they're fucking dead. Hanging like, until the ground. Yeah. That's, like, a big, that's really, like, where the big deal comes in. Like, there's no more distractions. There's not even kids that you're raising together. It's just, like, the two of you just fucking around until you die.
1: <laughs> and I say that to them every time I visit. Look at you two. <laughs> just fucking around till you die. <laughs> I mean, really, like, they'll yeah. have a
0: grandkid that they'll see like sure. you know, every now and then. But like at the, the end of the day, it's like that's all you've got, really. But
1: even, but even my parents are so like out of it. Like I, I say things to them. I, I guess all of us. Like it, it kind of truly shows that like everyone's fucked up. Like, like the worth. Like you know, we're thinking of certain parts of our lives, and then they're like, like my parents are still like in that zone where like my brother and I are like. 17 and 16 or 17 and 13 and just like hanging and they're like they can't believe that like life is moving like the amount of times that my mom goes oh 35 oh i can't believe i have a 35 year- she'll say it's not even about me she'll go i can't believe i have a 35 year old son right, it's bad and her. it's like the yeah, only yeah. way
0: she's she's marking her own life yeah, is through
1: you. it's through me and it's like you know even like moving in with jess she's like you're gonna you're gonna move in like i'm like what do right, you
0: like you were 14 or something yeah like as a, yeah
1: I, I was like why is this I was like maybe this is why I have some issues with like moving towards like the 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 pang of her screaming at me is just right. yeah I don't I I to the to this woman but, um, Well to this woman also
0: just to wrap this up also just a thought that I I forgot to say before is like in terms of should I move on I did give myself like my own timeline in my How head How much time
1: did you give yourself?
0: Um like a year after we moved in to like not necessarily to have it done but to just be in agreement that that's where we were going yeah because i think and i again it wasn't like even something i really vocalized but i was just kind of like i get that this is something that like takes this idea of marriage is something that takes a little getting used to mm-hmm. um i get that the person like is ca- that this person's very logical and cautious and has seen friends get divorced and live with people that they like didn't wind up being with so i'm fine but like i in my life, I would like to, I know that I want to marry you. And if you are not sure that you want to marry me after a year of living with me, then like, so then we're on different pages. And by the I, time, I mean, by the time it was a year, like we were on the same page. So yeah. it worked out. But if it didn't, I was like, in my head, I had to be prepared to like, if he's still like unsure about this after being together. Two and a half years, like mm-hmm. I'm gonna need to. What, move
1: on. What's what's left to even be sure about at that point? Now, now right. we're not sure if we want the same thing. It's not about, and I I would say to this person, like I I, I try and I think the best advice I can give to her is just try to not take it so personally. And I know it feels very personal, but like when I hear the reasons she gives in her message, I'm like, yeah, these are normal. Things Also, I wanted to know, before we move on to Awkward Sex, because we've, we, I mean, this has been a whole episode. This could be. The, it could be this, its own episode. Its yeah. own episode on its own. Um, do you ever get from women that there, from there were from the women whose relationships didn't work out or from hearing from other people? Like something you hear about as a guy a lot, not just a little is, yeah, after she had the baby, totally different person or after she got married totally different person you hear you know, that a lot from guys that the women change that the women change and i don't listen you could say that's a massage misogy- I I, I, i'm just saying this is what i'm hearing back from people
0: i kind of get it there is like a feel like a sense of like i've got this locked i can i can like really let my hair down <laughs> 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 not
1: that uh, it wasn't like that before I mean, the we're face together, you just like, made is, is horrifying to some men but, no, but you hear this a lot like, I, well, I, I get, that's like, what the- I love
0: about it in some ways is it's like not that I feel like I'm going to become this totally different person but that I just feel so secure that I'm like okay like this feels good this feels like safe this feels secure like, like we're on the same page the best part about like the engagement glow is like we're like we're both agreed like we're doing this
1: yeah i I, <laughs> I guess like what is it safe to do like I, I I hear these stories and I'm being somewhat vague uh but you hear the stories of like, yeah, like like I like it, all of a sudden it's just cool to be like a, like a, a monster like I you know like, like what are they doing i I'm you just hear about like two people that are living in the same house and be, it just totally just don't get along on anything. You hear the stories of like, yeah, that you know, the, the engagement. I, like, you, you know, I, I like to think I know what type of bride that Jess would be. I kind of, just from knowing you, I kind of have a feeling of what type of bride you would be. But mm-hmm. I, I think that, 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 that personality exists within 10% of what I think. When it goes to like 100% different, like, you have to go, what did I get into?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's like scary. I think that's maybe that's if you did it, maybe you made a mistake or got engaged a little too soon. I Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm giving like, I don't think du- I'm so different, but like there is like I almost feel like more relaxed. If anything, I just feel
1: like sure. you've become less, the chill bride. <laughs>
0: well, not not even like chill, like as in a planning way, but just in a sense of like I have so much relationship anxiety that like mm. if this could if this is a pill that relieves anxiety because probably by someone admitting to you in a very public expensive way yeah. that they are like in it like this has been very calming for
1: me <laughs> for you know sure I mean? okay well i guess it can go both ways i guess but i'm saying as, if there's i'm not women like going listen- to the
0: bathroom with the door open now sure, but like sure.
1: do you know what <laughs> you got any toilet paper um <laughs> uh, boy jordana you've changed um right no I, I i'm just saying for the women wondering like you know like there's a lot of like What's to be afraid of? Oh, stop it. Stop it. Grow up. And it's like you do hear from a lot of people. These are the things that men are absorbing is what I'm just saying. And then you do absorb a little bit like a little bit of like, so here's the story about this one. Like you get these stories a lot and I get them as the friend who's in the position who's generally, you know, there to listen. You know, like I get these stories and I'm like, so just know that if I'm hearing it, so is the guy you're dating. Yeah.
0: And I think it's again, again, I think it's okay to like I think the most important thing if someone's unsure is to just have a really honest conversation with them, not to judge them, to like see where they're coming from, because like even in this case, I, I think in my personal experience, it was like a little tough to hear. But at the end of the day, I was like. I'm glad that we're like talking about it and working it through. And like, you're not just like kind of like avoiding this conversation. You're like your fears, which are real and rational are okay to talk about. And I feel like that's the kind of relationship I want to have where we can discuss it. And like, it's scary. It's scary for me too. like, we work through it and look at him now. Happy as a clam.
1: Happy as can be.
0: You know, that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. The Rider jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your leaf fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now.
1: Let's do some awkward sex. You can send in your awkward sex to uup at betches.com, uup at betches.com. hi j and j love the podcast i'll get right to the story recently i was hooking up with a new guy i hadn't been seeing for very long we started to have sex on my couch and in the middle of it he asked me what i wanted i asked him to go down on me and he hesitated which was slightly annoying since i never hesitate to give a guy a blowjob <laughs> well i, I feel don't like hesitate it's weird.
0: i think it's kind of odd to ask someone and then hesitate like that wasn't such a crazy request yeah not a crazy like what would you like what do you want me to do and it was like anything besides like i want you to allow me to to blow you like he's gonna be like hmm this seems like a pretty basic request if you're asking for some what someone wants in bed
1: yeah i i think uh, he asked me what i wanted yeah if you ask what she wanted i i i mean i want to blow you is the only acceptable answer But he ended up doing it for me. Well, he ended up, maybe she... Okay. He ended up doing it. What, a begrudging uh, oral is really the worst type of oral. Agreed. That's really nothing anybody wants. As he was going down on me, he started to freak out and gag and said there was a hair in his throat. <laughs> he got up and ran to the sink and was still gagging and hacking up a lung as I was naked on the couch, wondering what the fuck's happening. Uh, I've never had someone run away from my naked body while gagging, so it was a new experience for me that kind of made me upset, but I also tried not to laugh at him for being so dramatic. I told him the hair probably came from the couch and was pump- pumped into me by his dick since my hair is, so, is, is long and hard to avoid getting everywhere. She didn't need to do that description, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, re- yeah, that- I told him, listen... The hair probably came from the couch and you probably pumped it into me with your dick. Right. My hair like... is pretty long so it's hard to avoid getting it everywhere including up my pussy. Ah! Like <laughs> like, a like imagine left.
0: you went to a restaurant and there was a hair in your food and the waitress was like, "I'm sorry, like you know, my, my hair is just like so long that it's just everywhere and it must have just been br- like like swirled into your
1: soup." In yeah. A, uh, like <laughs> Some things are Nobody better to left No, speculate. Yeah, you can just say the hair like I I do understand from her perspective. She's like trying to make it so he doesn't believe that it's his that it's her vagina hair. I have but the like, longest <laughs> pubic hair. <laughs> I I have one. I keep one pubic hair very long cuz it's my lucky pubic hair. Like what it <laughs> Like, let's all, like, I understand what she's doing, but also let's trust that we're with adults, you know, like, but I do also understand if you've had a hair in your throat, it is jarring. It is like, I, if I have a hair in my throat, I do react like, ah, ah, like to try and get it out. Like it does hurt. Oh, I didn't even think about it hurting. I just feel like it's like, feels like gross. It's just annoying. We haven't spoken much since we tried to continue to have sex, but it wasn't working and things got really (laughs) awkward. We haven't spoken much since, and I think I'll laugh more at this once I get over the fact that someone ran away from my naked body while gagging so hard. LOL. What do you call this? Sincerely, deep throat hair. So what I, I, do you think – what do you call it, first of all? I call it hair today, gone tomorrow. That's – I mean, <laughs> that is the winner. I, I don't think I can do better than that. I, I can't um, – I I I I don't know. I, I the hacky hump. I I don't know. I got nothing. That hair today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> that's the that's the name. Cross of the email. <laughs> sure. I I. What do you think? Like I, I'm more disgusted at the thought of how that they're on this like secondhand couch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he goes down there and there's just this couch full of hair and dust mites. Like I that that's maybe we should be choosing better places to do oral
0: yeah i mean i guess it is tough because you know your hair does get everywhere i agree she probably shouldn't have like it's just like one of those things that definitely would brew in the mood a little bit and but I- it's right it's funny like the idea of like of she's like he recoiled at my naked body and ran <laughs> away from me and like obviously it's not about that but i could still sort of envision taking that personally because like as w- I feel like as women, there's so much like invested in your sexuality or like how sexually appealing you are to men that even if it doesn't make any sense, you're like the idea sure. of like a man
1: running away from you. You're like I, when- I'm. That's my thought. What's the polite, more polite way to do it? Like, it, I guess not running away, but like I've had to like cough while going down on women, and I'm always like, this. I, this is not the right time to cough. Like, just generally, right. like I, I like. I would imagine coughing next to a vagina feels weird from the other end, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, imagine I'm sure like given, if you think about it the other way around, like anything besides a woman kind of like looking like she's really into what she's doing. If she's going down on you is probably (laughs) a little off putting. It's like, if it's not like, Oh, this is so much fun, which it's like,
1: not well, (laughs) some guys like the gag thing. Some women kind of overperform the gag thing where they're like, wah, 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 and you're like, okay, I know <laughs> what you're getting at. I understand there's another man that liked this performance, so you're doing it for me. But <laughs> I, I like, you know, I you can, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that these things happened in another person. If I'm, you know, like, but if I was next to like a vagina and I went, Like, that's kind of, like, the least sexual thing I could do, right? Right.
0: I think the better move for him would just be, like, sorry, I need a second. I think there's something, like, in my mouth. Like, to just say it calmly as opposed to, like, this, like... Ah! Run away! Ah! Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, I think also, like, the... What do they call this when you cough into your elbow? Like, the... The vampire. The 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 vampire vampire sneeze. I've done that during oral where, like you're going down then like oh god i have to cough or sneeze and i like kind of remove myself from the v area and go into my elbow over here like into my elbow Mm -hmm. and then come back and make a more definitive move i think it's all about definitive moves you can't be you can't be running away wildly but you can't just be coughing all over the cock or the vagina
0: right you need some sort of like polite like do you have a tissue?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know, I I but I've been in that situation where you're like I've been in a situation like where you just cough like kind of a phlegmy cough and you're like I can't do this here. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean it's 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 tough to maintain the like mood if there's literally something that's like really I, uncomfortable.
1: I will say though I don't think it ended because of this. I For agree. Me, I don't think that he was like Oh, you won't believe Call me this. when
0: you clean your couch.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Like, oh, that she had one giant hair up her vagina and I can't go back. Like, I, I don't think it's a I don't think this ended the love story. Okay. You think it was something else? I've also had to burp during going down on a woman. Oh, and that's, that's interesting. That's really an upsetting mood breaker that you're trying not to show. So you do like the under-the-breath burp, but you then you're like, did she feel the, the, air. Burp, the <laughs> air, was it a different, you know, like I've had that happen. And it's like, you can <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was just me blowing softly on your vagina.
1: Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Like, and, and it's like, what do you do? Do you run away and go like out in the background? Like, so you're trying, I understand the idea of like, it's, it's a win. You're losing for trying in any way. You're just not sure of what to do. So, right.
0: But that, yeah, I agree. That wasn't the reason it ended based on earlier conversations this episode. It was probably because he just didn't want to pay for your kid's college education. (laughs) U-U-P
1: at (laughs) Petters.com. Let's play some games.
0: Okay, red flag or deal breaker? Um, He or she drives like an asshole. And then they write, when you're dating in New York City, how would you ever know until you know? Which
1: is a fair statement. Well that's fair this is one of those things this is very sitcom where it cut like i didn't know and then all of a sudden he's like get off the road you, you're a fucking asshole you know like you don't know or like they have road rage happens.
0: like what does it mean drive like an asshole like you have road rage or is it like you're just a bad driver
1: well i would think road rage but then you meet people that are like there's this brand of person that thinks everyone drives like an asshole Okay. You know, like, so like, are you an asshole for thinking someone drives like an asshole? Like if this is like, there's a piece of me that thinks that if driving like an asshole is your concern, then you are an asshole while you drive.
0: Right. Or you're like a, a very annoying backseat driver. Oh, there's nothing guess. worse.
1: I mean, I, I have a thing with Jess where I can't trust her to do Google directions
0: That's what Mike says about me, but I don't think it's accurate. And, like, I get blamed, I think, a lot for direction issues that are not my fault. Here's
1: the accuracy. (laughs) (laughs) Jess is now upset. She's upset at me for bringing this up. But I'm saying, here's when I knew she couldn't be trusted. She, hold on. I knew because I go, you do the map. And then she goes right on Smith Street okay? And then she goes, right on Smith Street. And then I go, okay. And I'm like, left to look for Smith Street. You have the cartoon in front of you. you I don't know Smith Street as much as you don't know Smith Street. So right. when the cartoon red line is coming up, I think it's coming up. It's coming up. It's like when you lifeguard at a pool. You tell kids not to run because running produces accidents. So you get ahead of it. A good direction giver is ahead of it and leading you into it. It's just like a good trainer at the gym. A good trainer is like, three, two, one, next move. You're not left to, next move. I I get that.
0: I am the Jess in this situation because like in my mind, I'm kind of like, yeah, I said it was a mile away. No, like, no
1: that's, that's <laughs> not a mile
0: away I'm, now, like, now I'm, I'm like do you want me to do the fucking countdown it's like yes, 0.9 miles 0. I 8, know I want, I want it's we're getting coming ready up. to turn <laughs> I want
1: the next one the next street that's what I want I want to be led to the directions it has gotten so bad that I am risking our lives because putting, I'd the, rather, putting the phone on your fucking lap like I do is the phone. is yeah. insulting to me yeah. <laughs> that's, that's better than the alternative but He does the same thing. I think it's very rude. <laughs> the, if I found out someone drove like an asshole, I don't think I would break up with them.
0: though. Okay. Would you? Um, it depends like how big of an asshole are they? Like, are they like getting out of their car at the light to like go yell at the person next to them? Like that, it, would,
1: that would imply a certain level of like anger management issues. That's a fair question. Let's say it's this. They don't get out of the car, but they will beep at people while at the red light. Like, to, like, show they're, like, like you asshole. <laughs> I
0: I think that might be a deal breaker. It would be, like, a little scary for me. Like, you don't know if that person has, like, a, a, people say this all the time. Like, you don't know that person has a gun. I don't know. Yeah. Like, who you're, who are you honking at? Like, it would be, like, a little too much drama for me. And also, like, here's the thing. I'm usually the terrible driver that people are honking at.
1: So <laughs> you're willing to give them would, the benefit of the doubt. I would be
0: like, and my dad, my dad's an asshole driver. Like he will do that kind of thing. Like he'll like drive up next to the person. I'm like, dad, like you're doing that. Like that person is me. Like I'm the person that like gets people. Like, well, have like cut the person a little slack. Like some of us just aren't that good at driving. Like don't in, like scare them.
1: It, I, I guess I'm with you. You're changing my mind because in this scenario. What would bother me the most is that a woman is hypothetically putting me in the position to fight for her. Right. Like you're with them. You're in this car. You're a team. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Like if I'm in that car and she's leaning on the horn, the guy gets out and goes, get the fuck out, douchebag. Your girlfriend keeps beeping at me. I go, yeah, she beeped at you. She can fight you.
0: Right. She's like, I'm on your side. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with
1: you, buddy. Yeah. Like, And now I'm the wuss who doesn't fight, you know, like. Why didn't you protect me? And it's like, okay, <laughs> like right. that would be. And then
0: that also can lead itself to other issues, I feel like, with public. I'm just trying to, trying to generally avoid like, public fights with strangers. So if the person's I'm into that, that's a bad sign for
1: me. Absolutely. Let's do another one. Hey, okay. J&J, red flag deal breaker. He brings a bath towel to the pool. I live in a large apartment building in downtown Chicago with a pool. You know the scene. I keep seeing guys at least in their upper 20s bringing a plain gray or white shower towel down to the pool. Pretty positive the same one they wiped their balls with earlier this morning. Is this normal? Are men just that simple where they see no reason to have a separate towel for this? I can That's I can true. answer this plainly. We don't see no, men are very much need towel at pool, I have towel. Like it's not
0: more There's Right, you're not looking for your specific beach towel. Oh, but what be fine beach towel me.
1: will I bring to the pool? No, they're like, no. I need to dry off. It's very mechanical. There's no there's no thought of a woman not dating them because they have don't have a beach towel. Would you care if a woman didn't have a beach towel? No. I wouldn't even think twice.
0: Yeah, I think I might like notice it, but I don't think I would really care at all. I feel like in the grand scheme of like available men who are like very desirable that's pretty low on my list like all else is great is how we play this game <laughs> i'm letting that
1: slide <laughs> well here's the other thing let's say it's the opposite let's say you see a guy come down to the pool with his tote and his like a million different like suntan lotions and his beach hat <laughs> a big okay. floppy beach hat like what if he's like like, it looks like Coco Chanel yeah. at the pool.
0: That's almost more of a turnoff. Right? That's what I would right. think. It didn't would show, like, very high maintenance and, like, not really, like, particularly chill. Yeah. You want somewhere in between those two. Like, they've I got, like, a designated beach towel and, like, a little bit of sunscreen, yes. maybe. I don't not even that. Obviously, not that into sunscreen, but, like, fine. Bro, bro Chanel. <laughs>
1: Let's do yeah. one more. Too,
0: too much is bad, too. Um Okay, I well, I, quick question on that line for you. What if a girl is wearing heels to the pool? Um,
1: like big wedges. Heels to the pool, I'm in. I think okay? like to me, she cares so much about how she looks at the pool that she has to be like looking for fun. Like it, it's it's a no pressure situation. You see that a lot look at in that, Vegas. Girls,
0: those girls and I'm like shocked.
1: <laughs> Jess just yelled you're wrong. I'm just saying heels of the pool, you see that and you go, it's tacky, but you're not like, it's not like I'm like, how could I be in bed with such a woman? Like I'd be. Wait, they're definitely putting in a lot of effort. Sure. And when you put in a lot of effort like that, I would assume that it's, uh, it's all very surface level and that would be, I'm okay with that for, (laughs) for a certain type of time when I'm in Vegas like that. Fair
0: enough. Okay. <laughs> Last one. Red flagger, or breaker. He has an actual mugshot on his hinge profile under the prompt of my mugshot. True story. <laughs> <laughs> this is Kristen for the viewer, for the listeners at home, she sent a screenshot. The, the prompt is my mugshot. And this guy has like a actual jail mugshot that is like overlaid with like, I think like the name of the prison or something. Yeah. Or it says jailbase.com.:
1: <laughs> Here's the problem. He's pretty good looking. Like you can't look at the it's a not a bad picture of him. He looks like very smug. Yeah, he he looks like he had a rough night. It looks like he had a few too many to drink. I mean, if someone's putting this on their dating profile, they're just screaming at you, I'm not ready for a relationship.
0: Yeah. No one (laughs) they're not they want the the profile to say as little to stay as far away from (laughs) father of your children as possible.
1: they're, They're saying I yeah i hope you know this guy is like i'll meet you out this guy is just everything that a lot of people are avoiding but there's someone out there that might be like i just need a fun time he's probably a fun time
0: even in that way though like why would you meet a stranger from the internet that's showing you yeah. that they've been in prison <laughs> like
1: this is it's fair. like show
0: me your gun collection
1: and then where <laughs> what time do you want to meet like that is fair i i I have to say that but it would be
0: a deal breaker for me but um i assume that prompt is supposed to be like ironic
1: or something i guess well he's trying to say like ask me about this one like someone will ask him about that like if i was to advise a woman i'd say stay away um unless you want the most casual thing ever to me guy with mugshot and woman with heels at the pool are kind of looking for the same things they're a perfect match. Yes. Some they woman at the pool with heels is gonna
0: I mean, there are women who date serial killers who are on like death row.
1: So oh yeah. There will I mean, be
0: people who respond to that. Absolutely. Anyway,
1: that's our episode. We did it again. Jordana, congratulations once again. Um I'm happy we, we we hashed it out. We had quite a conversation. I think people enjoy it.
0: For sure. Um this was this was a fun episode sort of
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week boom
0: You Up is hosted by Jared Freed
1: and Jordana Abraham our editor is Sean Kilby social media by Abby Lloyd artwork by Brittany Levine our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby be sure to follow us at at UUP pod on Instagram and email your questions to UUP at <laughs>
0: Betches